What's up? Welcome to episode 87 of the Benchtime Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. This is now my fourth attempt at the intro tonight, so hopefully I get it right this time. So um, <laughs> we are going to, it's just us tonight again. We have some guests coming up, um, but we're going to just jump right into everything this week. So that take, that that 100 episode, we're going to have some amazing fun things to laugh at. Oh yeah, I'm going to have a blooper reel. So yeah. Yeah. It's going to take me a while to make it. For sure. It, but because there's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, there's a lot. I mean, there's four outtakes tonight. Yeah, just well, to get started. Yeah. It's going to be fun. But... Uh, oh, the whole lot of fun, colorful language. Well, um, yeah. So, I think we might do a uh, version that is edited for everyone to hear that's free. All the, all the, normal, all the yeah. non-patron listeners can get the edited version. And right. then it'll be bleeped. Everything will be bleeped. But we'll do um, an unedited version on the Patreon. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you're a patron, you'll get the unedited version uh, of our blooper reel when we get it assembled. But <laughs> and it'll be good. So, uh, yeah. So this week we got a lot going on. We have um, we had our toolbox talk that went up. We have a patron-only episode, a new one that went up. We're changing some stuff up with our Patreon and our patrons. Mm-hmm. And um, a so contest they, there. Yeah, there's actually – we're going to start doing a modeling contest every six months um, for our patrons. And yep. it'll be a patron-exclusive model contest. So, if you guys want to so join – if you want to get – yep. If you want to join in on that, then um, you can head on over to Patreon, check that out. And we're also starting to do a thing where we're going to be giving away um, kits – for our patrons uh, yes. every month. And they're not going to be monstrous like $200 kits, but we're going to be giving away, you know, a, a substantial a kit. A regular full-size kit. A good-size yeah. kit. So once right. a month, we'll be doing that for all of our patrons. From so, various manufacturers. Right. So you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash customs if you want to get involved in that and check that out. Um, but we're going to jump We're gonna jump into our patron questions of the week. Okay. Right now, and then we're gonna yeah. roll into our contest for this week, and then we're gonna roll into our topic. So, right, now I got a tool for tonight, and then I got some uh, nice. that I haven't talked about yet. Okay, and uh, we'll talk about some music. Yeah, we got it. There we get Let me say before we get going, we got some guests that are coming up here in the future, uh, real soon here. But uh, in the summertime, I gotta tell everybody out there. It's not easy to get guests in the summer because everybody's got stuff going on. So they can't commit to uh, being on the show all the time. But we're doing our best and we will have uh, some here uh, next. I hope to have one next week. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, I'm trying to scroll down to the topic ask for the week. Let me find it. Went up. There it is. All right. So we're going into our patron questions of the week. Uh, Here we go. Lynn has a question. He has two questions, two part. We'll go through both of them because we don't have as many questions this week. Um, the first question is, what is the pitfall of a father and son running HO Scale Customs? Ooh. So, oh, that's a good question. Um, oh, okay. I'm not going to lie. There are moments where um, we're 87 weeks into this. So there's moments where I don't want to edit another single minute of audio um, right and that's not really a father-son thing it's just you know you get you hit you hit highs and lows there's some episodes where i'm just like ah 
I got to talk to you. I just got off the phone with you. Now I got to talk to you again. Um, What's that supposed to mean? Nothing, but it, you know, it's a, it's a lot. It's a big time commitment. So I think one of the pitfalls, yeah, yeah, one of the that. pitfalls for me is a time commitment. Um, my wife sometimes is like, oh, you got to record tonight and we were going to watch a movie or something. And yeah, we know, do that too. so there's a sacrifice there. And yeah, um, but yeah, but it's not, I don't really feel like I get, there's really no pitfalls as far as like, I'm fighting with you. We've had one or two little squabbles over things we thought were right or yeah, wrong. It's not hot. We don't get hotter than the I never it's like, just, I never like real on something. Yeah. I never like hung up the phone on you and was like that. Son of a bitch and hang the phone up. Like, yeah, I never, yeah. nothing like that. I think the biggest problem of it is it's just a time commitment with our families that, you know, that's really it. Yeah, you've had to put the reins on me a couple of times and I had, I wanted to lash out at, at, at some things online. But, uh, yeah, other yeah, than that. You're a little more reactionary than I am. Um, <laughs> and we would get, we would get emails or some hate mail yeah. or things like that. Yeah. And, and I was like, no, 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 no. Just, I learned just to control let that. Let it go. And, but, and, yeah. You know, the one thing was learning a little bit like, well, uh, you, even for me in the beginning, your, your blood pressure rises when you get a little bit of hate mail about something that someone didn't talk to you back a couple times. Someone didn't like something you did. And you're like, yeah. well, you got to th- remember, we're putting ourselves on the Internet and right. uh, you're going to get them. So, that's, you know, sometimes have you ever seen that. have you ever seen that meme with the kid with the. It's like an old Vine video, right? And he's got spoons on his eyes, and he's like, mm, "Don't mind me, I'm just blocking out the haters." Yeah, you gotta kind of just like put your blinders on and and I think ignore I think, them. Right. I think one of the pitfalls is that we do this, and we you know we do spend so much time doing this together, and then uh, doing the podcast, and then when you are now we do enjoy getting together and doing a lot. We do a lot together, uh, but. You know, and we like to get together and work on the layout and stuff like that. But there's times where, you know, we, we do this, we plan it and we get everything ready and then we have the cast and then, you know, and then you you don't want to talk to them for, you know, I, I guess like, uh, not that I don't want to talk to you. It's no, just that, okay, I, I, I need I a break it. from that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I just talked to you for two hours. I don't want right, to talk exactly. to you for another two days. Just don't right, call exactly. me. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's not that way. We communicate I get a lot. By, I get that. You and I communicate a lot daily by text yeah and uh, so and so there's really no pitfalls it's just like i said it's a time suck yeah. sometimes right. but it get, you know it has the highs and lows and and uh you trudge on we trudge along right. uh, and we do so we do this because we love it well and that and, goes into the next part lynn's asking what the positive part of the two of us running this oh. together is <laughs> and it's i get to create something cool with with you so that's yeah. that's it and and i get to see a lot of people that I think have reached out to us and said that I never in my life ever thought that we would influence people in model railroading or in craftsman model railroading. And we've had how many people, hundreds of people reach out to us and say, oh man, you've inspired us to do with this. And you and your dad have that thing and you're working on that, man. It just made me want to get to work on this thing I've been waiting to do forever. That's probably the, that's probably the most rewarding thing is that you and I are helping people do whatever right. or we're connecting people with right with other we're connecting people with great modelers alike right. and that's really the band of big pain. i had a i had a uh somebody who's very well known in this hobby contact me this week and say that they were inspired by what you and i do and it, it, yeah they're back they're in getting into getting their work done on things so it 
I and think I was like, and that, that was awesome. I won't name them, but not, it was cool. And it's not like we're reaching for famedom in this. I don't want that. Uh, you know, we, obviously, we just, if we wanted to be famous, if we wanted to be famous, we would have picked a different uh, niche. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but and we're still learning. You know, like, but when we started, I think the thing that's fun about it is that we've we've made a made a podcast and we've made content that when we set out to do this um 87 weeks ago we <laughs> said that we don't want to make a podcast that was like the other model railroading podcasts yeah. they're they're great shows they're they right. they cover a topic that they know really well and um we didn't want to be that we wanted yeah. to kind of just be shop talk and yes we've received some flack for occasionally swearing um, or having a little off-color topic every now and then. But we're but genuine. If we do our own I wouldn't, thing. We, yeah. we wouldn't do the show. if. And then we're getting a little off-topic from Lynn's question here, but we wouldn't do the show if we weren't able to do it that way. And maybe we've lost right. some listeners like that. Maybe we've lost some opportunities, but then I wouldn't want to be any other way. So the positive part about this is, back to Lynn's question, is you and I get to create something that is us – it, yeah. it encapsulates our personality and everyone can right. see we're trying to be just making yeah, a genuine we're making something. a genuine show and we're just having fun with it i get to talk too i get to talk it's your favorite thing my turn now yeah <laughs> i mean i like to talk too so yeah i know but here's the thing my uh, wife i get my wife this doesn't is something i can do with my son is here when i when i started this hobby um you know, I, you, you were born. I talked about this before. Yeah, I okay. ruined it. And, and, no, you didn't ruin I it. I came along and, and you, I made well, you sell all your stuff. And I, no, no, you, no, were no. Like we, that, you were like that. You were like that little shit. Some stuff. So I tried to show you some stuff when you were a teenager. And then later on, you came to me and said, "Hey, Dad, uh, you know, let's do one. Let's do a layout of my house." And blah blah blah. And we got back into it, you know. And um, and I was, I felt good because it's something I can, you know, when. Here and you'll learn it too, and you know I'm sure some others out there can agree to this because they have probably have children that are yeah. adults with the families, and and you know you spend your whole life raising your kid, and all of a sudden they they get married and move out, and they do their thing, and they have their life, and they have their families, and uh, you know you 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 hope that you're a part of it, but you know for me this is this keeps me you know with my son and his family and involved and. And it's something you and I can share together, which we share lots of things together, by the way. We have a lot of common interests that we do together. Yeah, it's right. not just this for us. Uh, Brett and I both like to play disc golf together. We like to, um, you know. We, you like to run with me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> run with you. But, you know, we go camping or we do, you know, we do things with the family and, and things like that. We, we have the same love for the same college football team and the which by the way team. starts in 25 oh, days yeah. Yeah. 25 we're, days we're adamant about it and we, we share that together but so so it's a lot of things yeah. however and we're gonna get into that tonight too but but it's um it's a lot of things that i can I, i'm sure the other these other older modelers that had their day you know, they you know that's something that they can appreciate you spend time with your family and with your son that you never that we always have this bond together and yeah. to me that's important well and so it's, it's and it's, two, and it's twofold because a we're creating we're creating a layout together and we're building yeah. we're making art together right and we're mashing our two artists because we both have two different artistic styles yeah we're mashing them together in one thing 
Right. Uh, and, and the other part of it is you and I are creating digital content that's going to be online for as long yeah. as as long as I pay the hosting bill, right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so as long as our patrons keep helping us pay for our website, yeah. this will always be online, and our voices will be there together. For so we're creating two things to, right. together, and it's a lot of fun, and it's pretty yeah. rewarding. So right. that right. And hopefully that covers that question, Lynn. All right, and we have one other question from Dan Pugach. Yeah, he wrote, I'm curious about how you two decide what kits you build and why. There are so many reasons, some personal, and just curious about your requirements for a kit worthy of your layout. So wow. I was thinking about That's a this. Big question. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it is determined by region and time period for us. Mm-hmm. And we obviously don't want to be building a building that looks like it was built in the 60s or newer yeah we don't want a new age type of building um not for layout i mean i don't get me wrong i wouldn't wouldn't mind doing one like some stuff in the 70s at some point like in a diorama um but yeah but but i mean for our layout though when we're looking to purchase a structure or build a structure we don't really we don't we don't we have a pretty distinct style it's it's the older wood type buildings we have some brick um but it's a lot of – we don't have many large buildings because I don't think um, – like like we're going to put some taller buildings on our layout. Yeah, we're going to do that. But I don't believe – but I don't believe that a lot of like what you see on George's or like what Frank does, he's got some big buildings. Um, yeah, I'm not going that scale. But, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, but our city wouldn't be geared towards that because if you look no. at – if you look at small – Oceanside city photos from the 30s, right. 40s, 50s, you don't see like massive giant yeah. skyscrapers or big high rise buildings. It's right. a lot of like five story and under buildings. Now, yep. doesn't mean that deeper into our town, we can't have a few larger ones to kind of break up that skyline. But right. we tend to we tend to stay on the shorter end of buildings because that's what our city dictates. Um, right. Just because like I said, when you go to Annapolis or you go to, um, you look at old photos of Baltimore, old photos of Baltimore, like near the, the ports and the harbors, it's a lot of short yeah. buildings. Old photos of New York, believe it or not, when you look up old photos of Depression era and before New York, uh, aside from like Manhattan and some bigger center areas, yeah. a lot of the outlying areas near the water and the Hudson Bay, right, that, other boroughs. you got a lot of really short two, three-story buildings sure. um, before it was built up even more. Right. So our time period dictates a lot of why we build and buy what we buy. Um, and also a lot of it goes to – you can probably – I'll let you chime in on this after I say this. But a lot of it goes towards while I'm scrolling through and I see something that's just like really different. Like it's unique or yeah. it looks challenging and I'm like, ooh, like that one – that's a cool building. And I'll probably text you a photo of it. Like, check this out. And you're like, yeah. Oh shit, I need to get that. You know, it's, I'm also very intrigued by something that looks challenging. Yes. So, all right, I'll let you chime in. Cause I just went on for five minutes. <laughs> well, we, we do tend to focus a lot on waterfront, but then we got six uh, waterfront style buildings. Yeah. We have 16 foot of waterfront and a Harbor, you know, and so, obviously, we, we tend to lean that way. And it doesn't always necessarily have to be waterfront. You can no. take waterfront-style buildings and put them further back from the 
from the waterfront, you know, a, a, a block or two back into a city. Right. And still it'll look right, you know? So we love that style. We, you know, there's a lot of that available. We know that. But when a new one comes out, you know, I don't think I don't sit here and drool. Uh, I don't drool whenever I see, you know, a house on, on pilings and, a, <laughs> you know, and, a, and a, you know, um, a dock. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I love that kind of stuff. But, you know, you can, how much of that can you do? You can only do as much. You can't go wall to wall with that all the way from, you know, the whole way down your waterfront. We're not building Waterworld yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, other buildings that I like are, are those small, unique style structures that are that are built with different. I love the the complex roof angles. Oh yeah, that's um, another thing. If I find um, a, if I find a kit, lines. if I find a kit that has like really crazy roof lines, I'm immediately yeah. in love with it. It's on my right. it's on my wish list. Little little nooks and crannies, like back corners, and you know, little odd windows. Know, yeah, odd windows. But I like I like the the little jut outs and stuff that make little like like uh, alleys and nooks and stuff. Yeah, know? yeah. I love that kind of stuff. You know, it's a different style. And um, Jason Jensen just built uh, one. Uh, was a he? I guess he he scratch built the top of the thing. But um, and, and he I guess it's a Carolina Craftsman kit. Uh, so it's got. Three different styles of material. I yeah. love that kind of thing, you know? That's the one brick, where the bottom is stucco. And, yeah. Yeah. It was stuc- stucco it was. Yep. It was stucco, clapboard, and then the top was, um, had some kind of uh, fish scale or diamond diamond shape uh, shingling on the side of the wall. Oh, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. I love that kind of stuff. That's what I like. I want to see creativity. I want to see a kit that's creative. That's one of the things that... You know, like you said, it's going to challenge me. That kind of thing I love. Um, right now, Brett and I talked about it on our on our other podcast. We're not going to get in, on, on the um, overtime at the bench uh, yeah. podcast. Is that the um, the old the old school craftsman kits that we're building right now? Huh, I just got done saying on there, and I'm not going to get into it too deep. But I'm, after this is done, I'm done done building ba- Baxter's. Building supply right from FSM. I'm gonna buy another FSM kit or something from uh, or up on that scale or on that level. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm going to build another one like this because I I am loving this. I mean, I'm not gonna build it right away. I'm gonna. I have other kits that we gotta right, get to. Right. Um. But I love this style. I mean, it's it's a it's it's a, it's a challenge. I want that challenge. And I think to me, that's what I look at when I buy a kit is, is it going to challenge me? Now, don't get me wrong. Not everything can be a challenging kit. We need to fill in and we need to start working on that too. We need to fill in with smaller structures that we can fit into some of the small spaces that we have available Mm -hmm. that we can't fit a regular kit in. It's designed by somebody else. Yeah, right. You know, and then we're going to, we're going to get to that. And now that we're on the show, what the heck is what we do? Um, sometime, if you can find me uh, an, an angled area or a small area, and give me some measured dimensions of that area, so I can start building something in it. Okay. Um, I yeah, want to do, do that. that. Yeah. Um, and then just go to town. Move my no, you know, go down, measure that small spot, and start building small structures to fill in, or medium structures to fill in between large structures. That type of thing. 
But you know what what draws me to a kit or what draws us to kits is I believe is it going to challenge us? Does it have a uniqueness to it? Um, and it, you know what the shape and roof line. These those are key factors for us. Right. Yep. Yeah. So that's the two on Facebook. Now let me jump over to the two patrons that emailed us, uh, or they they commented on our patron page. Um, okay. George Nagel. He is asking, how do you know if it's time to tear out a section or the entire layout and start over? Well, George, we've done both. So fortunately, uh, <laughs> we've done both multiple times. And uh, how do you know if it's time? He said, yeah, I know. I know when it's time. You ready? You yeah. might be agree- in agreement with him. Uh, probably, I'm probably going to guess this, but you go ahead. It's time when you're looking at what you've done. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to, you know, maybe your skills have become better or yeah. um, you did a little more research on other people's layouts and you are looking at what you've done and you go, ah, I'm at a mental block. And you're not at a mental block for like one night. You're at a, right. you're at a, you're at a block like weeks for, for weeks or months yeah. and you're like, I don't know what to do with this corner. I can't. Do yeah. I can't put a building here. I can't do scenery right. You know, that it doesn't pass through here right. Like if your if your gut just tells you that this is not looking good in that yeah. spot, it's time to chop out that section. Right. Same with the layout. Uh we just weren't satisfied and we didn't think that the layout design that we created the first time would have been suitable for the number of buildings that we wanted to cram into the layout. Right. So you and I kept reconfiguring our buildings and reworking them and doing this and flipping them around. And, and we just knew that it wasn't going to provide us ample space to cram the amount of detail in that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So the one day you and I were down here and we were just like, well, let's get the saws on and cut this shit apart. And we just chopped it all did, down. Man. I turned around and <laughs> There, there he is, Brett, just ripping off the one end of that. I didn't give because I didn't want to double. I didn't want to second guess it. Once we knew, once you and I decided, like, that's it. We we're not going to be able to work this yeah. layout design the way we want to because yeah. you and I are very inspired by that Celio's style, not yeah. his, not his style because we'll never be that. Yeah. But the just cramming in as much as we can. We knew the that way, the old way we, we couldn't. There's no way that we could never do what we wanted to do that yeah. way. So now we got lots once, of room. Once you and I decided it, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to sit here and let us second guess it and then not pull the trigger." So right. I just took the saws all and just started chopping the whole thing. Whoa! Knocked my headphones off my head. Anyways, just started chopping the whole thing all the way back down to the plywood. So right. I was talking with my hands over here and like making a chopping motion, <laughs> and I hit. I got new headphones, guys. And they're actually like Yay. nice. They're like nice over-the-ear headphones. I had to do it because my old headphones were so decrepit that only the left earbud worked, and it it only had half the volume. And halfway through, it like crack and be all crackly and stuff. I could barely hear. So I bought a pair of like they're not great. They're like fifteen dollars Sony yeah. over-the-ear headphones, but they work. So they're over the ear though, and they're bulkier. So I'm sitting here talking with my hands, and I just knocked them off my head. But uh. <laughs> But yeah, so that's why so, that's when I realized it was time to to just chop a section out. Right. When when right. you when you get to an impasse and you're like, I know what I want, I can visualize it in my head, and I just know that what I have here won't 
accommodate that, you need to get rid of it and start there's over. Two other, there's two other things, and a couple, actually. I have a couple comments on this. And that is, one, when you're looking at it and you hate it. Oh, oh yeah. It, you gotta, it's mean, gotta go. As I, soon as you go... We talked about this with some of our other guests. And um, not, not hate it like you did some scenery and... No, like, hate it. Hate it. Like, you did it and you're like, I hate that. Right. You know? You, you were good with it to start, like you said. Your skills get but better. then you saw things okay. that you 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 either saw something yeah. else that you mm-hmm. you realize would be a better fit, or you look back on your work and you go, ah, I'm better right. than that now. I need to cut yep. that out. I did it recently. Right. Remember that well, whole yeah. that whole end down yep. here? I chopped the whole two twenty four inch section out. Yeah, I and it's better he now. Saved the part he saved the part of that, right? Yeah, it was like a big chunk of plaster stuff. It was rock green stuff on it, and rock. Yeah, it had rock, but it also had some green, green some of our landscape greenery. And and he's saving this chunk, and I and I he I, I looked over and it was over on this table. I was hoarding. There. I was hoarding. Yeah, and I'm like, what the hell is he gonna do with this? So I asked you, and I was like. What are you doing with this? I'm saving it. We're going to use this somewhere down here, somewhere. And I'm like, okay. I just didn't like, know where. It's all busted up now because the bottom of it's right. Like, you know, he, he took a sawzall to it. You know, it's, it's all crunched up on the bottom. And I'm like, how the hell is he going to fit this in there? And it looked like a big chunk of plaster crap with the rocks on top. Right. Because it, it didn't look pretty anymore. No. You know? And I'm like, why are we saving this? Why are we saving this? And, and then I was like, okay, we'll just let it go. Let it go because that's his, and he designed that. So you know, and that's one of the things we have to, you know, that's one of the things with yeah, two, two people. When you're doing you a goal, when you're you doing respect a, it, that's her thing. Yeah, you know, I had to let him make that decision, and and so I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, well maybe, and I'm thinking to myself, well yeah, maybe we can use it for something, I guess. But then each time I came down there every week, I would see that there, and then one day, you were like, you took that thing and you know, I'm just. Throwing this out. Yep, I was like, screw it. And this I'm is like, garbage. Oh my God, thank you. Because <laughs> you know, it was just butt ugly. But I realized, you know, I could do better. So right, right. At the time, yeah. at the time, what that was was I was really proud of that rock. Yeah, that rock right, formation exactly. I made. But then I realized yeah. since then I've made a ton more rock, like way right. more rock. And I go, ah, eh, like that. That's not my best rocks. Right. So right. out of here. Right, <laughs> but exactly and, and i think that's the thing too that we have to remember when you have two people working on a layout together or you have multiple people maybe at a club or something like that um i think you have to understand that everybody's works a little different everybody takes a different type of pride in their work and yeah. for me you know there, there were things on the well, layout that i ripped out that i had built I, and i let you go let me decide that i let you yeah. go you'll say sometimes right. you'll be down here and you're like uh oh, what do you think of that section and i'll go yeah well you know i like it and i know you're unhappy with it with the way you act the way you right. ask me and i'm like yeah. well i like it but you know what it, it's your section like you're, you you yeah. you did that work i'm not going to change it right so then and, i go home and then oh, you yeah you'll 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 either go home and do it or you'll be sitting down here for like half an hour just standing there looking at it yeah. and then you'll go I got to rip it out. Wasting I, time. I, I'm wasting time. You're I'm thinking about no, it. No, but I can tell you're going to do it because you're sitting down there and you just stare at it and you go, yeah, nope, it's got to go. And then you'll just sit down there and tear it out. Like, <laughs> you know, if you, it, once you start questioning it, then you look at it, you right. start to look at it with a critical eye and you're like, you get yeah. it, you start to criticize your own work. And sometimes I can talk myself out of it by just doctoring some stuff up. Yeah. And it's fine. 
but yeah. sometimes you can't think of a way to make it work in your head and you're just like right. that's gotta go yeah and because it's at your house i've gone home already <laughs> and i've come back and there's like something new that you did like that lower road down along the waterfront yeah and you tore all that out we had put some dirt down and everything else yeah and i, I, like, ah, I, I shot back the, the hell out of it yeah and you put the uh the the um to asphalt, asphalt in, and it looks great you know but at first uh, we did it we you know i i really didn't think it looked that great we both worked on it together with, with the dirt yeah not as good with the dirt the dirt you know? the dirt was uh, eh. uh yeah. yeah so so i went home and like a week or two later went back down there to work with you and it's gone it's all going, and you've redone the roads, and they look beautiful. And I'm like, ah, oh, cool. He did something I wanted to do or was going to suggest when I got down there anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's a good topic. This is, what a, this is a really good topic. Yeah. So, really, it's yeah. just a matter of what your gut tell you. So, yeah. you know, if you're really – if you and, and don't – It's your layout. What I, would do, what I would do and what we've done pretty often is like the first time you're thinking, I should get rid of that, just like wait a night. Yeah. And then the next time you're down there working on it, if you still feel like I can't really do much with this part, it it's got to go. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, having started there's times having uh, started times I've gone home and then I've come back or I I'm going home thinking and wishing that you would rip something out that was yours. And I'm sitting there going, well, I, I'm, I'm wishing he's going to come up with that at some point, you know. And then, you know, it might be a month or two later. But then you're like, ah, they, uh, I'm, I'm, this, this is gone. Yeah. You know, it takes, you can't, I can't tell you to do it. Well, you can't no, tell me no, don't get, don't go that far because there's been some times where you or I have built something and you're like, yeah, yeah that's nice. But yeah. like you, you have done it before to me, like, hey, you should really probably fix that because it's something yeah. I, I do and I'm like. <laughs> I, or vice versa you've done things on builds but, where i'm like right. are you are you gonna leave it that way and you're like why yep. what's wrong with it i'm like well look at that and right. then and then once i point it out you're like oh shit i gotta fix that but well, we're good about that you know what i mean you know it, it, and you got to do it in a way where it's like it, this is a rare circumstance because not everyone is partnering up on the layout but for my dad and i it's like well yeah, I got to bring it up because this is a really bad thing or vice versa. If yep. Sometimes you, I've done some stuff where you're like, are you going to leave that like that? And I didn't even yeah. – I might not have even seen it because I'm focusing on a whole different part of that build or that right. piece of the scenery. And yeah. I just didn't look at that. And you point it out and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta fix that. I didn't see it um, yeah. because it's really easy when you're working on a, a larger thing like a, a piece – a big right. chunk of scenery – to get mm-hmm. focused on one part of it and you kind of neglect another end of it. Well, yeah. that's the part you see. So then I got to go down and fix that. So it is. Well, I think for us, that complements everything and yeah. makes it work well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and sometimes yeah. we've flat out said like, oh, that looks like garbage. So, yeah. you know, it's been rare, but so we got to do it yeah. to each other. Right. So right. it happens. All right. Last question from Ron Piskel. Question for both Todd and Brett. What was the hardest? What has been the hardest technique for you to master? These have all been awesome questions this week, by the way. Hardest technique to master? Yeah. I know what mine is. I What's already that? know what it is. My, my hardest thing to figure out how to do is to not weather a building. Ah. Uh. 
like or not weathered hard. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Like to yeah. to do to do a building that is like newer, a newer building in in our time period. Um, that isn't overly weathered because when I was first doing this, I would go to town and just weather the hell out of stuff. Um, so for me, it was that. To, hmm. to, my 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 hardest thing to learn was how to age a building, but not weather the building. Do you? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That's that's that was my hard. That's my hardest thing, and I'm still learning. I just still gotta learn it. Yeah. I mean, we we all do that. The light, the dog bar lighthouse. I quote unquote weathered it. Yeah, but it looks like a brand new lighthouse because I didn't want it to look old and decrepit. I wanted it to look like it's a current, currently used lighthouse. Uh, it's not maybe it's not very old in the town, and I didn't want it to look like it's been beaten and weathered by the wind and the ocean yet. I wanted it to look like it's been kept up, and it's a they take pride in that lighthouse. So mm-hmm. it stands as a really nice and clean building. So for me, that was hard because I wanted to weather the living hell out of it, but I couldn't. Yeah. So my hardest thing has to be, has to be working with plaster and working with the, um, with the, what are we using? The drywall? Sculpt the mold? No, sculpt the mold. Any of that what was the other thing. Um, I did one set of rocks down there like in the harbor. Joint, joint it turned out badass. They, they, they were amazing. I think they were the first rocks we built. Mm-hmm. And they turned out badass. After that, I couldn't do it for the life of me. But, you know, and you've kind of just left me go with the rocks now. I noticed yeah, that. Well, cause, yeah, because, uh, yeah. I did that one that turned out really good. But then a couple of them were molds too, rock molds. Yeah. That I put in there. But that one corner down there, right where you go around the corner, mm-hmm. uh, that there was my best rock stuff. Outside of that, you know, and um, you did a lot of the rest of that. Rock I've stuff. done all the rocks since. Yeah. Um, and you and now, you, and you kind of just stepped back on that though. You know, you didn't. Right. Really. Exactly. And it, but when it, not just that though. My hardest thing for me to master or to master, and I still don't believe I ever have, is when I'm working with plaster or we use the joint compound and I'm trying to spread smooth stuff. Oh, yeah, like you roots. suck at that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean, but man. No, I am. I'm horrible. <laughs> I, I remember. Spread this stuff. It's, we were it's doing. Like I could not. I could not make a cake and put ice. In <laughs> that's, that's not what I couldn't do it. You we know? were doing those roads the one day, and I was oh. you were doing it, and I was like, "Can I just have this spatula?" You're like, "No, no, no, no. I got this. I got this." <laughs> I and you, and it was like it looked like the ocean. How ripply it, it was! Like it looked like a five year old <laughs> went down there and tried to spackle. And then I went through know? with the same spatula you're using, and I just went real smooth back and forth, like two passes. And you're like, "How did you do that?" I'm like, I don't know. I just did it. And you're like, you're like, I'm not doing that ever again. I'm not doing that ever again. You're, you're, I'm done. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm having to do some now. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a little now with this, um, this uh, Celius, um, well, see, the uh, Finescope Mansions uh, Baxters. And it's, it's going to have, uh, but, you know, I'm learning to do it in small areas and it's, it's working for me. Right. But, you know, I, to do a big area uh, or the big a big road is it's real tough for me and 
it's something that I think we're going to have to have you do a lot of that kind of thing. Anything that needs spread, I'm, I'm just not good for that. And I don't know if I'll ever master it. I mean, it's not something, it's not my strong suit. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, can do scenery. I can do lots of great scenery work. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I can't, I, it's not that. It's, it's, I, I can't do, I don't know. I don't know why that is. Yeah, that's fine. You know, you're just not yeah. a plaster dude. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that is all of our questions for the week. Um, okay. All right. So. So, I guess now we can get into the contest. Um, so, people are not waiting for the whole thing and you want to turn us off, you'll have the contest. You can turn us off and not listen to this rest of the, the rest of the show. Yeah, goodbye. But, um, <laughs> but you're going to miss the best part, so hang on. Right. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> No, the contest uh, this week, uh, we, we have a winner from last week's contest. Let's do last week's contest winner. Yep. And that was George Noggle. Yep. And it's a it's a beautiful um, – the, the object was to show us your best weathering or, your, you know, a most weathered uh, type of – heavily weathered, I guess. Um, and he sent us this uh, Harbor Master photo. It came to us by email – which we, of course, allow you to do, enter it by email or send it, send it to us uh, or put it on oh our Facebook Oh, my gosh. Facebook. I should handle that part. Holy moly. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. That's no, okay. Anyways, it's a really cool – looks like a like a, a boathouse yeah. to me, and uh, it's really well done. I mean, I love it. It's got plumbing, supply truck, and – Everything's really well weathered. I'm sure Brett's going to share this photo. It'll on. be on the show notes on our website as well as our right. Facebook page. It'll it's be on the comments. It's absolutely beautiful, and it won. Brett and I. Yeah, George, you did awesome. So oh, hit the microphone. Yeah, you did I an awesome really job, George. The doors on the front of this boathouse or this this harbor master house uh, has little chunks of wood missing out of them. I love that. He really, really did a, a first-rate job on this, and you can see different places where paint is and where paint isn't, and it, how it wore away. And not, uh, and not only I that, I absolutely love it. He put some really cool signs on the outside, and it just has a really, uh, a truly unique look to it. I'm, I'm uh, impressed. Right. Well, great job, George. Um, we will be sending you a kit from RailroadKits.com, as well as an HSGL Customs koozie. And um, I, I honestly have to say I'm proud too because George is, George is a, a hometown modeler from our area. So yep. congratulations, okay. George. You uh, yes. did a great job. So we'll be shipping that out to you here very soon. Uh, right. So the new contest. And let's hear my dad's oh. new contest for the week. The new contest is showing us something you do that is not model railroad. Ooh. A hobby – uh, another interest that you have, maybe, maybe you collect bugs or, or insects or, yeah. or, or, or stamps. Maybe or you're, you, or you, maybe you're a competitive shuffleboarder. Who knows? Right. Or, or something, <laughs> show us something that you do outside. It doesn't have to be a hobby. It can be something you enjoy exercise wise. That's a hobby. Um, that is a hobby. Yeah. Um, you know, like Brett, if Brett was running. I'll or, put a running pickup. Exactly. Let's say you're a championship cornhole player or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. But, it could be a million know, different things. Whatever right. you do to enjoy, you enjoy outside of model railroading. Maybe it, you just like to uh, sit on your porch and read right. a book. Who knows? And I don't want to see a picture of you 
at the at the train museum. It, if okay? you put a, if you put anything up that's train, train or, related, mo- or yeah, model yeah. railroad or model railroading related, yeah, um, you, you will not be part of it. So Buzzing. if you like to travel or whatever it is, I don't care. Maybe you just like to go on a walk every evening right. with your wife and the dog. Right. Put a picture. Put a put a picture up. Sound um, the beats. Wherever, we, you know, somewhere you go on vacation, whatever you enjoy. We do a lot of contests that involve sitting in your basement or sitting in your workroom and working on something. So while we're trying to grasp at the last moments of summer here, let's yeah. see what you guys do outside of model railroading. And yeah. don't don't worry. You don't have to put like a selfie up of yeah. yourself like. Chilling at the beach, a yeah, selfie. I want to see your damn feet <laughs> at, the end of a, at the end of a beach chair. Your nasty ass chair. toes. I don't yeah, want to see that. Don't don't show me your ugly ass toes, man. I don't want to see that. So you know? so that's the contest. What do you do other than train or model railroading related stuff to right. to to enjoy your time? Because there's got to be something. And I don't care yeah. if it's maybe you are the uh, number one consumer of the. Um, the show. Uh, what's a weird show? Maybe you're the num- maybe you're the maybe maybe you watch and know every single second of Hell's Kitchen on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. If that's your thing, and you yeah. know every line that Gordon Ramsay says of Hell's Kitchen on Hulu, then damn it, I want to see a picture of that. So <laughs> whatever, whatever, I don't care what it is, yeah. whatever your other hobbies are, we that'd be a fun thing for us to see. Here. You could be the Tide Pod. Uh, <laughs> we do not condone anybody to eat Tide Pods. By the way, that is a big no-no. Always read the warning labels. Never do that ever. Yeah, don't do that. And I don't want to see yeah. a picture of it. By the way. <laughs> so, but, yeah. So that's it. Uh, maybe you. Um, I, I I could go on all day and make like funny yeah. like funny examples. Maybe you're trying okay. to grow the world's largest pumpkin. Who knows? Whatever <laughs> okay. it is. All right. Uh, Maybe your gardener though. That's a cool one. Yeah. So I do whatever. I, all right. Everybody's done their cool thing. Here's let's wrap that up. All right. Well, that's great. But here's here's the thing. <laughs> How do you model in the summer? I mean. Yes. So the contest. Well, on hang on. Before we go into that, the contest is now open. Let's see the photos of what you do when you're not working on modeling or building stuff with your train layout. I think you gave all the examples. And to enter the contest, as usual, you can comment on our pin post for this week's podcast on our Facebook page or email podcast at hoscalecustoms.com for your entry. All entries need to be in by 11.59.59 on next Thursday, which would be what? The 15th, I think. Yes. Uh, whatever next Thursday is. 11.59.59 p.m. Eastern time. So that's it. Get your entries in and you can win a kit from railroadkits.com as well as an HO Scale Customs koozie. So, all right, now let's jump into this week's main thing. Well, the main thing to me is, and we talked about this one other time, but I want to refocus it because it's been maybe a year or so, um, is the mental health aspect of model railroading. Yeah. And this is a good time of year to do that because, you know, this is a time of year where you can be outside and getting some fresh air and enjoying the sunshine wherever you're at, and no matter what part of the country or where in the world you are, um, this is a great time of year to to uh, to get 
away from your workbench, whether you travel, whether you just like to sit out in the yard, like we just said about maybe gardening or working out when you're working in your yard, working out or in some kind of sports activity or like Brett runs, that type of thing. Mine's um, not healthy. Right. Yeah. These are things that are important, I think, to get. I think, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's, I don't think you have to give up modeling in the summertime. We obviously do. Um, but it's time management. It's, it's being able to weigh and balance when yeah. you can to where you can go out and enjoy other things. Because let's, let's face it, we sit all winter long inside our house, modeling away all winter, thinking to ourselves, oh, man, I, it weather sucks. I can't wait to get outside and do <laughs> some stuff and blah, 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 blah. Well, then come the end of spring. You're like, ah, oh, it's too damn hot to go outside. Yeah, I'm just going to go in and sit in my, at my workbench and blah, 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 blah. I'll sit in the basement where it's cool. And that's great. But we kind of when we've kind of been pining to get outside and do something. And now you got the opportunity to do it. And, and whether you have, you know, a wife or a, or a significant other or a husband that, you know, that you want to go do something with, or you have kids or a family, okay, or you don't have that. You have friends that you want to go out and do stuff with or or, or are you just like to be yeah. by yourself. Just get away from your workbench, even if it's for, you know, an hour or two and then come back to it or take a break from it. Put on the flip flops, get the hell outside, pull some weeds, sit on your porch with a lemonade, relax, you know, chill or get in a car and drive somewhere, go hiking, do something. It's important, I think, to, for us to so we don't burn out. Yeah. You know, who wants to do that? You know, and I and I honestly think it's bad for us to sit down at on a, at a bench all the time. It's bad for your posture. Hey, last week we just got done hearing me bitch. Your stool story. Stool By the way, no squeaky stool now. Okay, that's gone. Yeah, you know but what? Actually, I love that stool. I've been sitting on it since you gave it to me every uh-huh. night. I, I I love this damn stool. I oh, love I it. Thought- you know why I like Is it? Is it squeak on you? Yeah. But uh, but I, I don't care. I'm in the basement. I don't blame it. What? Because it swivels. Yeah. I find myself swiveling back and forth on it like a little toddler on a chair. Is that why I love it? Not just that, but it sits up. Even at its lowest setting, it sits up higher than my old one. Now, you oh. were just talking about posture. My problem was my stool. My workbench is a little higher than yours. Yeah, because yeah. I built it to also be standable at it. Like it's it sits right. a little higher. Right. Well, I like it because the stool is higher, yeah. and now I'm not like leaning leaning over like this high workbench, and I gotta keep my arms up higher. Actually, Doesn't it hurt your ass. It does, but I have a solution for that. Um, okay. I have a stadium seat on those pads, oh, okay. and I yeah. was I zip up. I was thinking about zip tying it around the the poles on the oh, back. Yeah, that's a good idea. But it, regardless yeah. of that, I like it because now I'm up working up a little higher above my oh yeah yeah my work, and I'm not like my arms are oh. not like weird like so, real high. So here here we go. We just both mentioned it, right? Posture, and and so we sit at our bench, and and you know we talk about this if you work in an office. I mean, some companies sit, are big on their safety. I sit and all it, damn day in my yeah, office. Right. And so your company wants you sitting in a in a ergonomic chair that fits, that fits you well. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, it's a, and that's a very important. You know that from for a fact. That Actually, that's what you and do. what what I do, and I even do this while I'm working. I didn't mean to interject, but this is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, if like for me, I have an office job. I sit all day long. Mm-hmm. But what I do is oftentimes I'll get up like once an hour and just take like a five minute walk. Right. Um, if you have the ability to do to do that and you're flexible enough at your job to be able to just get up for five minutes and just mm-hmm. take a lap around the office, uh, go get some water, whatever, fill up your coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Just getting up and moving and not sitting down for five hours at a time right. is critical. And that also applies for working at your workbench oh, or yeah. working at a spot on your layout. Yeah. Uh, you need to get up. And break up that like hunched over, like caveman hunched over it, working on my model because your back starts to hurt. I know mine does. So every every hour or so, I'll just get up, walk around the house for 15 minutes, go get a drink, uh, whatever, get a bite to eat real quick, run back downstairs. Yep. But breaking up that um, that thing of yeah. like slouching over, it's terrible for you. So right. and a little exercising can hurt. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, and go we, out and run a marathon or anything like that. Obviously, and, and we previously <laughs> talked about this as a micro topic on our late, yeah. on our podcast before. Right. But um, you know, it's important to to break up that monotony. Yeah, I mean, if, if you sit there for hours and hours and hours, and I felt it. Where you, what's going to happen to you if you do that day after day? Is you're going to get you're going to put on weight. You're going to get bad posture. Um, you're going to start finding that your body's having difficulties and problems, and it's important for you to get up and, and, and do that. It's also good for your eyes um, to be working on fine-scale items. Uh, it's going to be hard on your eyes, whether you wear corrective lenses or, or um, contacts in some way. Uh, it wants to be a corrective lens, but it's, um, you know, it, it still strains your eyes. It's, it's good to get up and avert from that. Get fresh air too. Don't just walk in your house. Go out, sit on the porch. You know, even if it's for 15 minutes, just to get that break, get a breath of fresh air. You know, breathe it in. It also helps you concentrate. Uh, you know, get back in. You got a fresh mind. You get back in. You get to do some work again. You know, but you know, let's let's think about our health a little bit more. I think, you know, hey, we love you. We love all our our listeners, and uh, we care. You're in good health when you do this, and uh, you know I think that's that's important. So if we can help encourage you to do that, um, you know, and, I, and I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm just as guilty as anybody else. And there's times where I find myself, and I'm sure Brett does too, or where you're just sitting and sitting and sitting there, and you go, "Oh God, I, I got to do something. I got to mm-hmm. get up. Yeah. This is not good. It's been hours and hours, and uh, you know I need a break." And you get up, and hell, I've had nights when my eyes were nearly crossed. You know, so. No, I never had that, but <laughs> well, I got astigmatism with my with my. I wear glasses, but I uh, have bifocals. But it's happened. Where yeah, 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 yeah. Or so hard that it it, it my eyes were pulled to one for just like a couple minutes until it straightened it out, you know. But no, whatever. Anyhow, um, that's that's my topic today. I think it's important. So that's kind of rolls in with our contest as well to show us uh, something that you do that's not model related. Yeah. That's the other part, taking the mental break to step away from the hobby just for a day, once a week, uh, for a day, and just go do something that you enjoy, you know? Right. But we want to see what it is you do enjoy. Yeah. 
So well, that is. Oh, I also like to take my model work out. I, that's one that was supposed to be the lead off. I like to sometimes <laughs> take some of my model work outside on my glass top table on the porch. You know, a big umbrella over it and everything, and and I'll just sit out there. My wife will be out there doing whatever she does, and and uh, it's usually some kind of craft, but. We sit out on the porch and take a, a bottle of water or a glass of iced tea or something like that or beer and just sit out there and um, and, and work at the, at the table in the fresh air with the sunshine, you know? And, it's, and I only get that chance to do that for, what, five, six months of the year? Yeah, if it's you know? not raining so, like it is yeah, all, all freaking exactly. summer here. Right. So, you know, don't always have to be at that place. You know, where you, your yeah, workbench. We, I, the, you can the, take parts of your workbench with you. Well, and uh, like we've talked about many times on the show, this is nothing new. Yeah. You can always get a five dollar tackle box at Walmart. Yep. Little Plano tackle box, maybe maybe eight bucks, ten bucks. Get a little tackle box and go over to the like home decor section and get a TV tray for probably ten yep. bucks at Walmart. Yep. So for twenty dollars, you've just made a mobile model building station. And you can take it yeah. anywhere in the house. Oftentimes, a lot of times, this isn't really a summer thing. And this is nothing new. I've talked about this before. I'll load up my little tackle box, my modeling tackle box, and take yeah. my TV tray upstairs. And Kristen and I will watch a movie or a show while I'm sitting there, you know, building in the living room. And I can only do right. so many things. Sometimes I got to run up and downstairs a couple times to get something I forgot. But, <laughs> yeah, me too. But, you know. I can be upstairs and be present yeah. while I'm building something. So it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's, it makes me feel so good to be able to pick it up and take it outside. Yeah. And just open up that tackle. As box long as you know, and I just throw I, in things on my workbench well, and the that key, I think I might use. Exactly. The key yeah. is you have to think about it that way now because you're not. Yeah. You don't have the luxury of having it all around you like you do right. at your workbench. You have to think. Right. Okay. What am I going to do? What am I, I going to do? What am I working on tonight? Right. Like, what do I want to get done? Okay, well, I'm going to need these 10 things to do that. And then you just load sure. it in your tackle box, grab, take it upstairs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty important. Right. Um, inevitably, inevitably, I have to run in from outside of the I table. Gotta go, go. And go to the workbench and yeah. grab, like, a, a, I don't know, a wire brush or a, or I always a different kind it. of paintbrush. I'm going to have to go downstairs so, and up downstairs, up and downstairs yeah, six times because yeah. I forgot something. But yeah, exactly. Um, or, once or, you get it all and you're sitting there, you're good. Yeah, or I did more than I thought I was. And I'm like, well, now I got to work on more. So I got to get more stuff. So, <laughs> you know, it happens. But. Yeah. So it's important to do that and get away from the work. I, I, I feel that it is. But um, and you I, may I, not think, I feel like we think this is a dumb topic. No, I, I, I feel like important. we talked about the same thing like this time last year. But no, um, we might have. you know, no, it's, it's, it, it's still important to It's important to revisit that. Right. So I might not heard last year. Real quick, um, before we get into that, I want to hear the one thing that you did most this summer that wasn't modeling because we just got done talking about that me yeah oh well since we're talking about it one thing i've done that wasn't modeling the most yeah oh the most well yeah. i rode my bike yeah you, um, you were riding your own bike a bunch yeah yeah i got my uh you know my 22 speed bike and 24 speed bike were you doing wheelies bike. 
No, no. Oh, just, no we always... down, I took it down to Gettysburg. I rode around the, in the battlefield on the roads. Not on the battlefield, but along the roads and, <laughs> and such. And I, 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 was, I was riding out in the battlefields. I rode picking charge. <laughs> There's more so We were going down there. That, that's a cool trail. neighborhood area. Um, you know, I mean, I like to get out on my bike. And if, uh, it's been tough this year for my wife. She's not yeah. since she broke her foot. But I got out a few times and, and got to do it. And I like to do that. Um you know, we like to together get in the car and just make an excursion for the day. Yeah. Whether it be walk, you know, walking around the antique shops in some little old town. I love going to little towns. Right. Um, that type of thing, taking photos of buildings, of course. But you know, that's Ooh. flower related. So Ooh. Yeah, count that. I forgot about this, Dad. Did I send you the pictures of that building? You just brought something up. Yeah. Did that, that, do you even know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, he showed me the one that was uh, used to be in your town. No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I've sent this to you. I found the building. Remember that night that Chris and I went to that that paint place in down in your in Lancaster where we. Yeah, yeah. The paint and 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 wine place. Yeah, right. When you were watching the girls. Well, I found a brick building down in York. Because we we ate, we went in we went down route thir- eighty three to route thirty in York and we found a little Italian restaurant we wanted to eat at before we went to the paint thing. You guys don't care about this, anyways. I found a on route thirty there between Lancaster and York. I found mm-hmm. an old brick building that had oh my god! I don't think I've sent that to you. The signs on that building are ridiculous. Hang on, okay. I'm gonna message them to you if I can find them okay. here. Um, they're so- insane. But anyways. So yeah, what did back you to do? Your thing. What did you do? So I think everybody. I spent time with my granddaughters. By the way, I, I spent did. a lot of time this summer with my granddaughters. You did. Uh, I did, and I got to watch them a few times. We would see them at your house and at our house, and we had squirt gun battles, and oh yeah, did all kinds of fun things with uh, sidewalk talk, and I got to pick uh, play doh out of my carpet and things like that. So I mean, it was it was great, you know. I mean, it was. Uh, I love doing that as much time as I can spend with them. Um, to me, that's, I'd rather do that than anything on this planet. Uh, first and foremost, I know I say I love model railroading and I do, and I know I say I love college football and hockey and it was a part of my life. Uh, I'd rather in my, I'd rather spend my time more than anything with my granddaughters. Right. Yep. Well, so this summer, that's the message I just sent you with all the pictures. Um, anyways, so this yeah, cool. Sorry. This summer, I, <laughs> this is the one time you're happy I turned my I left my phone on. Huh? It is. Well, don't look at them yet. Um. Well, I wanted to do my summer recap because it's it is near. We're nearing the end of summer. Um, my wife is a teacher. She's going back to I school. Here, I know. Well, hang on. Wait a second. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, you know, I um, I spent obviously a tremendous amount of time running because I'm an idiot and I'm a freak about running. Um, mm-hmm. I think how many miles have I had this year? I'm at 1,209 miles this year so far of running. So that's a thing. And, uh, um, so obviously how many miles do you think you've run already this year? I just said just that. Amaze us. I just, many? I just said that I'm at 1,209 well, miles. You sent me pictures. I'm looking at mirrors. I knew, I knew you couldn't wait until I was done talking. <laughs> I just said that. I said I ran 1,209 miles so far this year. Holy cow, 1,209 <laughs> miles. So, 
So that's like how far is it from how far is that across our country? Let me just let me just look it up real quick. From Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to where? Um, let me get on Google Maps. Anyways, so so, so I've done a lot of running. My wife and I took the kids a couple places. We actually got um for Christmas last year we bought Hershey Park season passes, and we've spent an exorbitant amount of time at Hershey park now. <laughs> and like, I think I've been there eight times this year and they've, she's taken the kids probably a dozen times. Um, great. uh, and we did a little bit of, uh, a little bit of everything. We had some family picnics we were doing. Um, you know, we were all over the place, just some, a bunch of family time this summer. Uh, that's really it. You know, we got young right. kids, we got young kids. So we're not like, being... how many miles do you think you ran last year? Oh, from one, from 2018, January to 2018. Okay. Well, give me one. I'm first. I'm trying to do three things at once here. So, so give me one second. I'll be able to tell you that in one second. Okay. So, anyways, so being a family with some younger kids, obviously we we don't get to go away quite a lot because it's not really a vacation with like a four year old and a two year old because it's going to be more work than it's worth. Um, so we did a lot of little trips. Um. All right, so you want to hear what? No, I want to know how many miles you ran in the entire year of 2018 last year. So oh. like 1,200 now. Okay, I can tell you here in one moment. So last year total, I yeah. ran in 2018. I ran 1,948 miles. Holy cow! And this year I'm at 1,209. Uh, <laughs> But this time, this time today, to date last year, like, so August 8th last year, I was only at 1,087. So I'm about 200, almost 200 miles more than what I was last year. Right. So I'll probably finish the year. My goal this year is like 2,200 miles. So I got about a thousand miles more to run. Okay. Um, You know, just a little bit. <laughs> you don't have to look up how far twelve hundred miles is from there. I no, but now I need to know. Okay, so directions to pick a town you think is twelve hundred miles away. Um, Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. All right, Dallas, okay. Texas is um thirteen hundred eighty-three miles. So let me back it up a not little. Far, not far. It wasn't too far off. So let now. me back it up a little bit. Let me just go to um. New Orleans. Just do it. I'm doing Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. That's 1,251 miles. So there you go. by the end of this week, I would have run from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to Shreveport, Louisiana so far. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Hey, I got to tell you something. I'm going to my for a second. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we're done talking about running. I, I bought this ceram, ceram coat. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, and I, I've I've have I have other b- bottles of it. I love it. I I've been using this a lot lately. Um, I don't get me wrong. I still love folk art and Americano and crap paints. This is made by Delta, and they usually have Delta Creative, and it's called Ceram Coat, a C E R A M C O A T. Now I've had I have lots of bottles of this stuff, but I've noticed I just opened up a bottle right now. Because I bought some new ones. And they they all smell they smell different. They smell like <laughs> Are you sniffing like paint you, again? 
No, but no, I must well, anytime I have it open, I get this anytime I open one of these, I smell something different. It smells the same. They're right. My dad goes again, smelling paint. No, but I mean I, let's say I pour something into a dish <laughs> or into my, no, I, into my I get it, towel. I get it, I get it. And then you get that odor, and it's the same odor with all their paints, and it smells like when you make split pea soup. Uh like the Campbell split pea soup. Yeah. It smells like that. It smells identical to that. They all smell that way. Now, but if I open up this jar of full cart, this is weird, and this is totally weird. Sorry, folks, but there's no there's no smell are whatsoever. You, are you sniffing paint right now? I am. I'm oh, my paint. God. But, <laughs> I'm going to call. You need some help. But I went <laughs> to the store, and I bought, because I, 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 needed, um, I needed some yellows and some things to make. Um, I bought several different kinds of paint that I I bought this one called Empire Gold ooh. by Ceramco. Oh, I'm sorry. And I I'm bought sorry. another one. You keep talking. I'm going to go it. get something. Okay. Um, the other one I bought was Peppercorn. That's by Folk Art. And um, I liked it. I've not seen Peppercorn before. I don't know if it's always been there. I just never got it. But it's kind of it's it's kind of like a it's it's like a gray black mix, and uh, I really kind of like it. It doesn't. It's not far off of like the wrought iron or the soft black, although the soft black has more of a brown uh, tone to it. So I'm going to give that a roll. And I picked up this other one by Ceram Coat, uh, by Delta Creative Ceram Coat, uh, called Denim Blue. And when I was painting those figures that you'll see on our website, on our Facebook, um, it has uh, has some workmen moving some panels and stuff, and I was uh, painting some details for the inside of this kit uh, on the loading platform where they're loading building supplies like paneling and such. And I have some workmen that are like all buffed out and lifting panels together, you know, and uh, they, uh, they're they wearing blue jeans. And I used this denim blue, and it turned out awesome. I am loving the Ceram coat for a different reason. It's got a different type of uh, it, I don't know, it, 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 it hears a little different and it's not as thick. It doesn't go all, all clumpy. I, I don't know. It's just got a better, uh, consistency to it. So right. it's just something I've been using more lately. I'm just saying, no, all of them are great. Don't get me wrong. Apple barrel. Um, you know, everybody's got their favorite folk art, American. I have tons and tons of them, class smart paints and Nicole's and all of them. But this this ceram coat, I am loving how how it, fl- it flows on my brush. So, anyways, that's it on that. That was weird, huh? That was a little weird, that but that's cool. okay. I, I like it. I like being a little weird. I got yeah. two new. Yeah, no. I got two new paints um, at the craft store in the beginning of the week that um, I've yet to use, but I want to find something to use them on. So, the first one is uh, Americana. Saffron yellow. Oh, I've never seen that. It is like, um, uh, it's like, (laughs) I don't have that. I gotta go get that. I know what you're gonna go buy tomorrow. (laughs) No, it's, uh, it's, I got like 320 bottles of, I, I need to recount my paints because I bet you I'm, (laughs) I'm, I gotta be over, I gotta be nearing 200 colors of paint. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this one is, I haven't seen it yet saffron yellow from americana uh it's kind of like um it's like a dark sunflower color Mm -hmm. i like it 
It's got a little, yeah. it's a yellow, but it's got an orangey hue to it. Kind of whatever saffron, right. whatever saffron is. It's saffron. Anyways, um, I got that and I got Folk Art Hunter Green, which isn't, Ooh. it's not new. You might even have that one. Um, I might. I don't know. But do. it's like a real rich, dark green. Um, uh-huh. And I want to use these two colors to kind of make some uh, two little tiny scratch built railroad shack, like rail side, mm-hmm. like trains, uh, whatever, track side buildings. Um, right. So I, I just, I saw them at the store at Michael's when I was getting a couple other things and I was like, you know, I got to get some paint. Let me swing over to the paint section and, yeah. uh, you know, why not splurge a little and buy two ninety nine cent cent jars of paint? So <laughs> I, um, well, I think full cards like a buck 29, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I saw these two colors. I always look for trying to find colors I don't have or right. what I often do. And you might do the same thing. A lot of times I'll realize like, man, I've been buying a lot of like browns and earth tones lately, like yeah. grays and browns and beiges and stuff like that. And then I'll think I need to buy something a little more wild. So that's why I looked at that in the yellows. I'm like, what yellows don't I have yet that aren't like a neon yellow? Because I'm not going to paint something like fluorescent yellow. But right. what kind of yellows would actually work on a structure? So I try to look. For, I know we should. I should be mixing these paints and getting oh, those colors. By the way, I okay. mixed. But it's so easy. It's already done. Yeah. You know. Well, I do. I did start to mix some of my stuff. I've been yeah, mixing. I've, I I've, been, too. I've been mixing paints on this um, Sass and Vinegar Works kit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not a white. I know the pictures you guys have probably been seeing. It looks white, but I've actually been mixing uh, um, a, a paint that I believe is called Antique Parchment yeah. with a little bit of gray. So what I'll do is I have a, a paint palette that I drew a little Sharpie line inside the one well, a right. little tiny dot, and I fill it to that, that line with the part Antique Parchment. And then I take this other gray from Folk Art that's called... Um, I think it's called Barn Owl. I believe it's called Barn Owl. Right. And I'll put one little drop of it in. It's not a very scientific measurement, I know, but just one drop. And then I mix it up. And that's the color I've been using every night now on my wall sections for Sass and Vinegar Works. And what I did was any of those colors, any of those wall sections that needed to be painted that color, I have now since painted them all that color with my last mix. That way I didn't have to worry about matching it perfectly the next time um but i've been actually mixing paints more because i feel like even if you're only putting a drop or two of different tones or different colors in Mm -hmm. it does make your buildings just look a little bit different because you're not using like a standard paint color right so anyways that's that so that's our paint you said you have a tool this week yeah it's a really simple tool and everybody should have one at their home. Okay. They may not have one they can spare, but they should have one at their home. And Wait a second. Is... Wait a second. Is it a tool that might be stolen from the kitchen where your wife gets mad at you and then... Yes. Oh, I love... This is my favorite type of tool. What is it? <laughs> oh, I love this tool. It is a everyday household tablespoon. Like a spoon Ooh. you eat from your table. I cannot take... Like an eating no, spoon. I can't do it. I would be 
crucified if I took well, a spoon. Well, we had some old ones. I've been married 35 years. So we'll be 35 years. <laughs> so you've gone through a couple sets. So, we, yeah, we, we, we've, we've got some old. Wait, are so, these those old ones with those ceramic handles? Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are hideous. <laughs> oh, no, they're badass. Like, cracks and stuff in them. It's like a bone handle, a white bone handle, and oh, it's very decorative. Anyhow, all right, all right. In in this Baxter's building supply, when I'm doing, when I was doing some of the uh, uh, landscape work that I had to do prior to me building anything, um, I was sprinkling on dirt, and the directions that George Sellers puts into the kit tells you to use a spoon and spoon it on, and just sprinkle it off from your spoon to spread it around and it was and i never did it that way i was just like grab a pinch a handful you know or pour it out of a bag or a shaker or something like that and the spoon was marvelous you know it did a great job and then you can use the the rounded bottom the convex side of your spoon right and you can use that to help spread it out a little bit you know, and not put a lot of pressure on it. It helps smooth it out or spread it out. It's it's pretty cool tool. That's the tool that I'm going to talk about after I talk about this week. Nice. This week's tool for me. All right. So, I guess that means I, I I guess that means I'm up for a tool and I'm left completely. Yeah, I don't have to have one today. No, 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 no. I gotta get a tool. I gotta get a tool. I gotta I gotta get a tool. Okay. Um, give me one second. I'll okay, find while one. you do that, I'll find my music I've been listening I'm to. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. I'm looking for a tool. Oh, I got a tool. You ready? I this am? is my tool. You might have seen it on our Facebook page. And sorry if I'm unprepared for this one, um, but I need to come forward with a tool. My tool is stencils. And um, I did post a thing. I, I don't know if I posted it on our Facebook page. I post. I know I did. Our Instagram and our Facebook page, I posted a picture of a stencil where I used painter's tape to um, mark off the letters of a stencil. So uh, uh, I, talk, yeah, I, talk, yeah. I talked about the – I don't think I actually connected the two, but I, if you're part of our patron group and you get this week's patron-only episode, I did talk about a kit that I renamed for um, a dedication for somebody that we got the kits from. Um, I used the stencils for that roof that I talked about on the Patreon episode. So right. my tool of the week is stencils. You can go to Michael's or an AC, AC Moore and pick up these little plastic stencils that have like, what are they? Five eighths and half inch mm-hmm. um, letters. And I was lucky enough the other week to go to Michael's and see that they were on clearance from like, they were like $3.99 normally down in the marked down to 97 cents. And I was like, I got to pick those up. I don't know what I'm going to use them for, but I'm going to use them. I know I'm going to use those. Um, yep. 97 cents. I mean, how do you pass that up? So it's the same time I brought my saffron yellow paint. Anyways, uh, I picked them up. I got two sets for you too, by the way. I got to drop them off for you. And um, Sweet. So stencils. So when you go to Michaels or AC Moore in the paint section, they have lettering stencils. Now, obviously, you don't want to get the ones that are like four inches tall and they're for like the border of the top of your ceiling. It's not going to work for our stuff. Right. Right. To scale, that would be like the whole side of a building. (laughs) One letter would be. But they do have stencils that are, like I said, half inch high or smaller. 
like five eighths and smaller. So for like two or three bucks, you can pick up a pack of stencils and do some custom lettering on your buildings for like rooftop signs or wall, custom wall signs. Um, and to make it easier to not overpaint and accidentally get um, a D beside your C or, a, you know, a J beside your K, whatever, uh, you can take some painter's tape or masking tape and mask off all the letters that you don't need to use for your stencil because say you want to put the word like smiths you want to put the word right. smiths your say the name of your store is um smiths paint store well at the top if you want to put smiths across a part of your building just tape off all the letters that don't you don't need for smiths and then just use that to stencil in your 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 custom wall sign or custom rooftop sign um, right. so that's the tool i was using this week uh it's a stencil lettering stencils. That's super cool, man. Um, and oftentimes what you will have with... Sten- I saw your work, by the way. I got to see your work on yes. that. And it, it looked amazing. Well, and I just wanted to say one last thing with lettering stencils. And um, you might have already experienced this with like a laser cut stencil. Is oftentimes the letter will have a cutout because the way that the stencil was made, they had to add a little like notch in it to, make, notch, the, yeah. to make the letter work. Because... Like an O, you need that little notch in it to have the, the inside of the O be blanked out. Paint over. So yeah. when you're done with it, just take a really fine brush. And I often actually will dry brush it in a couple passes to make it blend well. Because you don't want right. to get a super wet brush and it doesn't match the rest of the stencil. Um, right. But you just fill in those little cutouts with uh, a dry brush of the same color used for the stencil. And it might be a no-brainer, but some people might not have tried doing that. And it's... Super easy to do. The only thing I think you need to make sure you're doing is not using too much paint. It's almost like you kind of want to dry brush your stencils on. Right. Um, and if it's not dark enough, then you can go back later after the stencil's removed with a really fine brush and kind of re-dry brush another layer in. Um, but, but less paint is more with stencils. Um, because if you get too much paint on a stencil, you're going to end up pushing paint underneath the stencil and it's going to bleed out outside of the letter and it's going to look really bad. So my main thing with stencils is practice with them on some scrap and always use less paint than you think you're going to need because you can always go back over it later with with more paint carefully. So that's it. That's my cool. tool. What's your music this right. week? Well, this week I was listening to Dropkick Murphys. Oh, and uh wow that's a i'm shocked that you were listening to them yeah why i've listened to them before okay all right right. yeah dropkick murphy's and uh and then uh, trace atkins in fact right i was listening to trace atkins right before you called me to do the podcast here and a little al freaking bam al freaking bam and al freaking bama al freaking bama yeah there you go yeah yeah. By the way, thank you, Alabama football, for the awesome quarterback we got from you, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, we we want we like the idea of having a third a third Heisman in a row. I mean, you guys didn't really like him, and you didn't respect him, but we'll take. I him. mean, all we ever did for you is win a is national win championship, a national championship, and get win twenty five out of twenty seven games <laughs> and beat Clemson, which we haven't been able to do. So hey, whatever. I mean, whatever. He'll we'll take your garbage from you. But anyways, this isn't a football <laughs> podcast. This is a model reverting podcast. But right, right. Um, so uh, I am sorry about my music choice this week. Uh, 
you guys are going to judge me. I've been listening to a band with a female singer, and it's not, that's not what you're going to judge me on. The band's name is In This Moment. That's what you're going to judge me on because it is very, very, uh, it's very, very much a very hard metal screaming, a lot of loud screaming lyrics. It is a violent metal type of music. Uh, the girl that's on that band just just belts it out and just rips into her her lyrics and just screams them. It's a very dark metal. I would not recommend it if you don't like anything metal because it's rough. But I love it. And again, sometimes I'm listening to it and I just, just get so amped. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, ah, I just gotta get up and like, <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I get so pumped up by listening to it in this moment that uh you know it's my thing it's my jam i this this week i've been listening to them do yourself a favor dad and listen to them if you guys aren't offended by any type of music at all like you you don't mind a little bit of explicit lyrics and yeah i can tolerate some metal and give it a listen if you don't think you can handle that well then don't listen to it because i don't want to hear that you didn't like my music choice um but it's not yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, not it's not your daddy's Irish music you was listening it ain't, to. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't Dropkick Murphys, uh, <laughs> and, and Dropkick Murphys can be a little bit more aggressive. It isn't. Uh, they're funny though. They're the I, lyrics, you know what I like you about to them close, you know are funny. You know what I like about Dropkick Murphys songs is a lot of them tell a story. Yeah, and exactly. when you really listen to the story, it's like it's really really funny story. So yep. uh, the one, yep. what was the one? Oh man, what's it called? Barroom Hero? No, 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 no. That's not the one. That's not the one. Hang on, let me find it. It's like the funniest. Maybe it is Barroom Heroes. It's like it starts like face down in a gutter, won't admit defeat. Hang on, Johnny. I hardly knew you. That's a good one. Yeah, that's not the song I'm thinking of though. No, no, one that's funny too though. Hang on, which one's that? Oh. Okay, that's Johnny I Harley knew you. That's not the one I'm thinking of. It's um it is. It's Barroom Heroes. They tell a story of like these guys that are just like in the bars, like slapping it out in the bars, and they just yep. won't give up. Like they, they're fighting and they're they're getting kicked and, and they're getting beaten up, but they just keep going at it and like it's an awesome song. I love Dropkick Murphy's because all of their songs are stories and uh Yeah, I like it. In this moment, a little bit different of a <laughs> little, little different yeah, pace. It down. It's a little different pace. Uh, it's it's definitely not for really anybody mm-hmm. unless you really like that like heavy like screaming type of metal. Um, right. But yeah, so that's what I'm listening to this week. So, all right, but, well uh, that wraps up this week, I think. So um, I know you got some stuff going on this weekend. I'm gonna let you go. Um, we're yeah, both, we're both pretty busy. So um, yep, yep. yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If people can sign up for our patron and become a patron, there's, there's all kinds of content Are you? we've been putting out. And uh, yeah. You need to practice that. I need to practice what? All right. I will, I will take over that one for you. Uh, if you guys want to get Patreon. in on our new patron um, support or our new pa- support us with our new Patreon levels, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash scale customs. We have some new stuff that we're adding to our Patreon with contests. We might be removing some of the older things that are there, um, some of the tchotchkes. 
to be able to provide you guys with actually more like model building stuff. So and now um, you can get in the contest, some building well. contests. So that are yeah. exclusive. Yeah, that and they're not always going to be buildings. We might do some other things like right. uh, you know we don't know yet. We're going to do a bunch of contests, so we're going to get yeah. more interactive with Patreon. Head on over there and get that started as well if you want to support us and get a chance to win some cool stuff. So we're actually going to do some exclusive content with just our patrons as well as our weekly uh, general listener uh, contest as well. That will not go right. away. So um, anyways, that's it. We're going to wrap up this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed another installment of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. As always, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you share and like and subscribe and do all that fun stuff for our podcast. We love it. And um, that's it. Take care. Have a good weekend. Have an awesome weekend, you fine scale freaks.